What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wallnow, and I'm excited to share this word with you. It was, it is the audio from a Facebook Live, but it is so real and so applicable right now to us in partnering with God and what he's doing on the earth. And so I hope this encourages you. It is shorter in nature and we, um, we, that's creepy, except I guess we would be me and the Holy Spirit. Pray for you at the end of this. And so I hope it ministers to your heart and encourages you to continue to live a life set apart. If you find value in this, please subscribe, leave a written review, message me, post, tag me, let me know who you are and that you're part of this set apart family. I love putting a face and a name to each one of you. It's important, but Without further ado, let's hop on into this week's episode of Set Apart, where I encourage you with two words from the Word of God and what He's inviting us into in our walk. Hello, how's it going? So if you're hopping on, welcome. I wanted to share with you two encouraging words about something I found in the Word, and I was like, God is literally doing this right now, and we get to be part of it. I'm coming to you live from Texas. This is such an amazing time of the year where the weather's cooling down in Texas where it's normally really hot and people are gathering as much as they can to spend time with families and to rejoice. And I see God doing two really beautiful things right now. I was in the prayer room today at Upper Room here in Dallas, Texas, and um, we were singing about the blood of Jesus. And I thought it was so powerful. And then I just got struck with something really profound that I wanted to share with you. And then I noticed something else that really shook me years ago in the Word. So I want to share these two things with you. So share this with your friends, share this as you're going live, or tag your friends that you feel are really seeking the Lord for a word right now. The cool thing is what I'm about to share with you, we all get to participate in, but it's by choice. And so one of the first things I want to share with you is the, and they're they're kind of random, but they both make sense. But the first thing I want to share with you is God chose to be in covenant with us. And when we take communion, we're reminded of the covenant that we have with God, right? And Jesus, when we drink communion, when he was sitting at the table at the Lord's Supper with his disciples, this is red letter from Jesus, what he said. He said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And as we were singing about the blood of Jesus and how powerful it is, it's the most powerful substance in the world, the most beautiful substance in the world, I began to think there's, like, my blood doesn't bring healing to the nations. My blood doesn't. Jamie Lynn doesn't bring healing to the nations. The blood of Jesus does. And the revelation of the man Jesus in relationship with him when we give our lives to him. And in this, he says, this is my blood of the covenant. So my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness. So he said, drink from it, all of you. So all of you drink from it. But why does he say, this is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. It doesn't say for all. It says for many for the forgiveness of sins. And I realized there's this thing that struck me. Those who are set apart and following the Lord live a life of repentance. Now Jesus came and showed us what was attainable and what was possible. He was tempted just just as you are tempted and just as I intended, by sexual lust, by the lust of the flesh, money, greed, whatever it is. He was tempted the same way we are. He just never sinned until he took on all of our sin so that we could be forgiven. So 
why does he say it's poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins and not all? And I believe the revelation in this part of the word is that we're not all choosing to walk and receive his forgiveness because it's repentance. When we repent and turn our hearts to him, he forgives us. And it's his kindness that leads us to this place of repentance. And this is a message in the body of Christ we cannot we cannot walk away from. As believers, we cannot shy away from. We have to, if we want to live a life as a Christian, when we gave our life to Jesus, he said that we give him everything. There's no lukewarm. There's no, oh, I'm just going to do this and then ask for his forgiveness. No, this is like we're all in or not. And I love what Patricia King says, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. And when we have nothing on the earth, but we have him, we have everything we need. And it's a promise in his word. That's an inheritance of the abundant life in Jesus that so few choose. And so I want to encourage you to receive the full inheritance in the, in the power of the blood of Jesus and what he came to do, that you would turn your heart to him, whether, whether it was a judgmental comment you had towards somebody, a critical thought towards something or someone. Maybe, maybe you called somebody and you said something about somebody you shouldn't have said. Maybe you're talking about somebody the way you shouldn't. Whether it's in your head or out loud, it's the same thing. Maybe you gave it, maybe you were watching something you shouldn't have watched and you didn't follow your gut instinct, right? What, what is it we are called? Maybe you, maybe you um, lied about something. Even if it was a tiny lie, big lie, it doesn't matter. Maybe you lied about something. Maybe you painted a picture of somebody that's not true and were a false witness to something. Whatever it may be, the moment we turn our hearts to him and say, Jesus, this is not who you created me to be. I'm asking you to forgive me for and name whatever that thing is. And I receive your forgiveness in your blood. The moment you, but this is the thing, when you turn from that, you don't go back and do it again knowing that you can ask for repentance. That's not what it was. Jesus was tempted. So when you want to say that thing, when you want to think that thing, when you want to watch that thing, whatever it may be, when you want to overeat, whatever it may be that you choose not to because you've chosen a lifestyle of turning your heart to him completely. Some of the most evil kings in history in the Old Testament turned their heart to God and in a moment he forgave them, wiped them clean, and then these kings came and they took down all of the sin, false idols, high places and replaced them with the Lord. Jesus was not here yet, but replaced them with God and they worshiped one true God in their nation. And so for us, it's the same thing. That's what happens with repentance. I'm going to take this high place, this idol, this sinful way out, and I'm going to replace it with the holiness of God, with the peace of God. I hope that this is, I hope you guys are tracking with me here. So that repentance is super important in this season. It's so important for us to understand the covenant that we have with Jesus. Repentance is fiery and important, 100% to live in, to walk in. So once you repent, you turn from it and you do not go back to that thing again. And the enemy will want you to feel shame, condemnation, like you can't go to the Father, but Jesus will draw you closer to him and say, because of my blood, you can come in and I'm praying at the right hand of the Father for you to be wiped clean of that sin. I'm here, I'm your advocate at the right hand of the Father praying for you. And so that is the blood covenant we have with Jesus. And it's for many because not all will choose this forgiveness, but why not? There's nothing you have done that can keep you from the love of God. 
all you have to do, no matter how guilty, no matter how crazy the enemy is making you feel, you go to the Father on a personal level and you stand before him with Jesus as your advocate at the right hand of the Father. And you say, Jesus, I thank you for your life and I ask for you to forgive me. Would you please forgive me for, and you name everything, every sin, and say, I lay these at your feet. And I'm asking you to fill me with your spirit to lead me and keep me strong when temptation comes and to help me live the life you've called me to live with you by the blood of Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Okay, so that's the first thing that I see. And then this is so cool. So when we live that way, we become a holy person set apart. We find true satisfaction with God living a life that's holy and set apart, right? And I love this, and I don't know why nobody's preached about this. Well, I haven't heard them. I'm sure they have. But in Matthew, uh, Matthew 27, verse, starting in verse 51, it's 51 through 53. Okay, are you ready for this? This is crazy to me. And this is what I believe God's doing right now globally. Okay, so this is for you. At the, okay, so verse 50. And when Jesus had cried out again, this is when he's on the cross. Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice and he gave up his spirit. So in that moment, he gave up his spirit. And at that very moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Imagine standing there. Imagine standing there knowing Jesus just gave his last breath. And this curtain is torn from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rock split. Just imagine rock splitting. I mean, that's a pretty crazy shake for a rock to split. But for rocks, the rocks split. And this is the part that he's doing right now. In the shaking, there's an earthquake across the world globally. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died. So many holy people who had already died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs. And after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. So there was a shaking and a quake from the death, from the last breath of Jesus. And the tombs of holy men and women opened. And three days later, when Jesus was re resurrected, they walked through to show people that they were alive. And I believe right now that the Lord is shaking us globally this is a shaking of the Lord that rocks are splitting we're experiencing a lot but the holy remnant is being resurrected the holiness of the church is being resurrected what was dead is coming to life in this hour the places that have been dormant and dead are coming to life and God is shaking up the nation he's shaking up globally what's happening in your life and in mine and he's raising up and resurrecting a holy people to walk the earth to proclaim the resurrection of jesus because it is through the lord that we are resurrected and into this place is that not amazing and so for you it is 100 percent your choice that's what makes our god even cooler we're not puppets he's not forcing us to do anything but because he is lord and he loves you because he first loved us. We're able to respond from that place. So you can respond to the blood of Jesus today by repenting and walking in your full inheritance. By receiving the death of Jesus, by receiving his blood and, and wiping all of your sins clean, all sickness, all disease, all this. What do you need to repent of today?
because it is a super big key in this hour. And then two, right now, will you let him resurrect you as a holy person set apart for him? It's a huge cost to follow him in holiness, but he is waking up the church so that this remnant will walk the earth in holiness, the things that have been dead in us are coming to life. And will you let him do it? And that's as simple as saying, God, I ask for you to resurrect every holy part of me that has been dormant, that has been laid in a tomb that I have not allowed to manifest on earth so that I can proclaim your goodness and walk with you all the days of my life. I think that's pretty awesome. So I want to encourage you in those two things, to repent and to allow him to wake up the, the parts of you that have been dormant and that need to be resurrected. So, Lord, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your goodness. I thank you for every brother and sister tuning in. Jesus, your blood, we thank you for your blood. We thank you that you poured out your blood for all of us. You poured it out for all of us, and you love us so much that you would pour out your blood for all of us. And I ask, Spirit of God, for you to come and fill us as we repent and, and you extract the evil that we have let into our eyes, our ears, our hearts, whatever it may be. We ask Spirit of God for you to come fill every single one of those places and for you to resurrect us into your life, into your light, to walk the earth as holy sons and daughters set apart for you. In Jesus' name. And God, I thank you for everyone who has um, been praying and standing in agreement for salvation for their family who's been singing in agreement with your word, who stands on your word as a baseline, who believes that the impossible things that you've spoken to them will come to pass. I ask for you to strengthen them as their hearts turn to you. I ask for you to strengthen my brothers and sisters in this hour. I ask for hearts to be reconciled to you. I ask for relationships to be restored, friendships, marriages, whatever it may be, that the lost would be found, that the siblings, that the spouse, that the um, sons and daughters that people have been praying for, the friendships, that those who are lost and not following you, God, that we have been praying for would, would be found and that we would be ready and waiting with excitement and joy to receive them, just like the father of the prodigal son, that we would be waiting with anticipation and excitement for them to come and receive you fully in Jesus' name. And I thank you, God. Uh, I thank you for dreams in the night. I thank you for powerful words throughout the day, and I thank you for strengthening us. And we love you. And Jesus, we declare that you're Lord, even of this broadcast, even of this moment, of this message, and that this, that this word would go deep into our hearts and, and plant, and that we would water it, and we would walk in it all the days of our life. In Jesus' name.